Blog Talk Radio. Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Joy Lewis, and you're listening to another episode of Free on the Inside. I'm so happy to be back with you. It's been a while since I've been on the air live, but I'm here today, so I want to thank God for this opportunity. All is well. We've been very busy in the ministry, so we just want to uh, just take a breather. Let's catch up on some of the back and play that a little bit and pray that you enjoy the music, amen. And our call-in number is 310-982-4126. Again, you two can call into this program. Uh, that number is for, uh, the call-in number, I'm sorry, the call-in number is 310-982-4126. That's we're carrying up to the studio right here. Just kick back and relax and enjoy your good cup of coffee. And we just going to remember this from some of the things that we've been doing. You had a blessed, 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 blessed holiday season and Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. I want to say hello to the friends in the ministry. I am very honored and pleased to have the friends in the ministry that support what we're doing here at Free on the Inside, uh, along with Granny's Place. You know, Granny's Place Ministry sponsor this program and every week. And so, uh, I had to go off and I'll put us go to Granny's Place Ministry. Now, that soundtrack is working very well for us. So we're going to end that one right there this morning, okay? And so please forgive us, but that's what happened when you live, okay? Things like that happen. And I want you to be assured, things may happen in your life, but God is still in charge, all right? We're going to have a word of prayer, then we're going to go forth with the business at hand. Question Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for another day, another opportunity. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We surpass and understand. We thank you, dear Lord, for getting us uh, a stable and committed to what we're doing in the ministry as Christians, dear Lord. Yes, the enemy may come up like a roaring lion, Lord, but you gave us the ability to stand. And as all that we done, just stand for us uh, and stand, dear Lord. Dear Lord, I thank you for the friends in the ministry, as we mentioned earlier, dear Lord. We thank you for the love and support, dear Lord. We thank you, dear Lord, for just being God Almighty, Lord. Dear Lord, as we go on with this program, we ask you to be in the midst of it. We ask you to order our steps, because we know the steps of a good man is ordered by the Lord, dear Lord. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We got that out the way. What we want to do this morning, we're going to play some archive shows here. We got a new studio switchboard here, so some of our, uh, uh, some of the, uh, uh, our archive shows may not have switched over properly. And so, but so uh, it's no fault of anybody. It's no, it's no fault of anyone at all. It's just things like that happen. But what I would like to do this morning, just play you some best of, some best of what we've been doing here. And you'd have heard some of these shows, but I always like to give you a little background of the shows here, amen. And and so um, what we're going to do, we're going to play some more of Don Diego. Don Diego is a great friend of mine. Uh, I don't see him as often as I, I would like to. I, he was over at our school when I went to Lincoln High School. He was a music director over there. And I'm so glad that he's still committed to playing his music and he's sharing his skills with everyone else. And Don Diego is a very gifted and talented young man. You may see him at various events, and he's very approachable. So anytime you see him, he's willing to take time out and share with you uh, some things that's going on with him. And I invite you uh, I invite you and encourage you to keep up with what he's doing, all right? And so here we are. We're going to play uh, some more of his music and see if we get something else out. Amen. This that time of year, it's the Christmas season. So, you know, say a little bit. You know, kind of set the motion. So, back. 
You have just listened to a, a, a cut from Mr. Don Diego. He was our a guest some time ago. We ran an archive show of him last weekend, and I thought it was very appropriate to play also Christian jazz music, amen. So Don Diego is a very gifted and talented gentleman that I've been knowing over the years, and I'm glad that he lent his talent to the show here. Again, you're listening to Free on the Inside with Minister Lewis, and we're doing the best of the best, our archive show. We can't play everything today, but we want to give you a sample of what God's been doing. I want to just say again, hello to the, all our friends in the ministry, all the ones that are supporting the ministry, the ones that are calling in the phone lines are lighting a lit up here now, and some of you say, I just want to listen to the program, and thank you, thank you, thank you, you know, because uh, uh it does the uh, it, it does the ministry well to know that you're supporting what we're doing here. And what we're going to do, we're going to continue doing some of our archive shows here. So we got a couple more archives that we're going to just come up, and we're going to just give you the background regarding some of those shows there. Our next one is coming up here. And I'm just going to make mention of some of the shows and give you some of the background of it. You know, I have a, a, a young lady in a ministry I met some time ago called Beat the Street. And this ministry is a, and they go out and they do health screening of, Men and women that are homeless on the street. You know, I'm very, uh, I'm very attentive to being homeless because I was messed up at one time. I messed up from the floor. I thank God for raising me up. Not me, but not. I didn't have the wisdom to do, but He kept sending people in my life. So. And one thing I, I could recall before I realized who Christ was in my life, they said, when you are restored, you're the strength of your brother. And I didn't know what that meant, but maybe that's a sense of, hey, when you get out of this, you to help someone else. You know, sometimes we get out of a situation we don't want nobody ever know we've been involved in it. And that's, that's up to you and God. But sometimes people need to know that God is greater than the thing that you ever face and the thing that they are faced. And so, you know, God will give you the wisdom. You can't tell everybody everything, but he'll give you an insight to tell someone. You know, by someone that can't manage their money, they may think that you're doing well with your money. You can say, hey, wait a minute. That was a time that I did not know how to manage my money. I didn't have two nickels to rub together. I didn't have the resources I need to do what I'm doing right now. And God sent me someone into my life. And, and they encouraged me. God uh, kept the Holy Spirit embedded in me that kept me believing in what he's doing in my life. And guess what? God is no respect of person. What he's done for one, he'll do for another. Uh, but I want to get his calling number. That number is 310-982-4126. Again, hello to everyone in the ministry. Hello, Miss Vernon. Hello, Brother Daniel. Hello, Rev. Johnson. Hello, Sister Davis. And to all of you all, I, I can't mention everyone's name at this moment here, but we'll come back and follow up on it. Okay, but now the next episode, you're going to hear from Beat the Street. Uh, this is a very worthwhile ministry, and they actually go out and, like I said earlier, they uh, take care of the needs of the men and women on the street. And, you know, this time of year, you'll see a lot of people that, that uh, comes up and do a lot of things. Now, some of the people do it all year long, and some people wait for this time of year to do it. And it's okay. It's okay. Because after all uh, after Thanksgiving and Christmas and and all the major holidays is over for this time of year. The, the needs are still be, uh, being addressed in a in a smaller way, in a personal way, and so it all works out to the glory of God. And so, kick back, enjoy this portion of the interview, and I come back with you shortly. Okay? Again, you're listening to Free on the Inside. Just in the holidays, and so we started getting a group of friends together and would go out once a month. Um, to feed people in the Dallas and Fort Worth community. Uh, we usually try to do about 200 sack lunches. Um, we've also been able to do some hot plates at some different activities. And then from there, that's just grown to the opportunity to do a health fair as well as um, 
the opportunity to bless some kids with some backpacks for back to school. Oh, that's great. That's great. Now, as you get as you go out and uh, and and doing this, man, how is it received amongst the uh, the community? It's received really well. What I love most is the gratitude that we get from the people who get the sack lunches. Um, this sincere gratitude and 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 just the love that people have and appreciate when they see us out there. And and another thing that we do is we're not out there just as adults, but we're out there with our children. So, you know, a child always brings a smile to the face and they they love it. They really appreciate it and it's it's great. It's very rewarding. Oh, that's great. You know, I had an opportunity to go to your website and I saw some of the pictures that you had on there. It's well presented and I really enjoy that website there. So uh, give us a link to that site if anyone would like to go and just see what y'all are up to. Um, we're predominantly right now do most of our um, advertisement through Facebook. It seems to be really effective as a social media. Um, so it's once you're in the Facebook, it's Beat the Streets Outreach. So facebook.com backslash Beat the Streets Outreach. All right, that's great, that's great. And I was talking to Christian last week about a health spur, and I was very excited about that. Well, Christy, will you please share some of that with our listening audience? Yes, absolutely. You know, throughout uh, throughout our times and our feedings, and um, we've definitely noticed that there's there's a need just for um, the basics when it comes to health care. And um, we have been blessed to be able to partner with some professionals in the community and getting them together and um, organizing a health fair that's, um, you know, it's it's not a, you know, set up as a triage, but we are set up to uh, to give those those basic um, those basic stats when it comes to, um, you know, taking blood pressure, to checking blood sugar, um, heart rate, things of those nature. But what's really important is that um, we give them um, resources as far as um, numbers to contact in the community and, um, you know, places to take those those numbers that we've gained from the health fair so that they can get assistance um, when needed. You know, I think uh, the biggest problem sometimes is when uh, when the homeless are out, they just don't know where to go or if there's even a problem to begin with. Um, so to be able to welcome them in with open arms and give them something to go with um, is, is really, really helpful. You know, that is so true because as I go out and do uh, street ministry, uh, uh, men and women come up and they say, pray for them. I got an illness. I'm, you know, I got a stomach ill mm-hmm. and I got headaches. And we can pray for them, but we also advise them to go see a physician, go to a doctor. Absolutely. And a lot of them have this hesitation. They don't know where to go and what to do. So I thank you for what y'all are doing. You're presenting it to them. They know about it, but if they hear it again, it may resonate or may sink in this time. Absolutely, and someone to just encourage them to get it taken care of. Yeah. Hey, hey, so, right. so tell us about your team here. Uh, how many people do y'all, uh, do y'all have on your board of director? And um, on the on the board, I, I would say it's um, about uh, ten to twelve. Um, as far as volunteer base, um, twenty to thirty. Am I about right there, Brandy? Yeah, that's about right. Shout out to our volunteers. Yeah, couldn't do anything without them. <laughs> Definitely. Well, great. Well, well, thank you. You know, I went to the site, as I was sharing with Brandon, and I saw 
some of the pictures that you had on that are very well organized and and I like the uh, 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 have y'all are bringing in the youth and uh, to help uh, be a part of this ministry because it's very important for our young men and women to learn to be mm-hmm. able to give back as they become successful in life. As you log onto this program, you'll see a, a slogan that says "Help Change a Life." You know. And we know that all that help comes from above, but we want to be active in, in working in the lives of people. Because Jesus, uh, you know, told Peter, said, Peter, when you are restored, you're the strength in your brother. And we never know what form or fashion that may come in. But y'all are doing a great job, and I'm really ex- excited about what y'all are doing and the potentials of doing things. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Now, now tell me now, uh, uh are you based here in Dallas, or where are you based at, or where are your base operation? Uh, yeah, we are based out of Dallas. Most of our board members live in the Grand Prairie, Arlington area, so I guess that's kind of considered our home base. Um, but we try to rotate our feeding ministry between Dallas and Fort Worth. Um, Fort Worth is really great because it has a homeless community, um, a lot of resources there available for the homeless community, and Dallas doesn't really have that as much. Um, the difference is, is when we're in Dallas, we are really beating the streets, almost literally um, walking down the street, handing out the food, um, up and down, <laughs> driving down the streets, trying to find bleeding the block, <laughs> bleeding the block with back yes. lunches. Um, in Fort Worth, typically. We'll meet up at the Unity Park um, where they allow us to come as a ministry, um, and it's a place where we meet. So we're there. There's a huge park, and then the homeless community comes to us. Um, So we kind of get – one's a little easier than the other, but they're they're both still really necessary and both fulfilling. Oh, that is uh, that is great. And I saw uh, on, uh, going back again to your Facebook page how you were preparing the, the sack lunches and things, and how you have our young men and women involved in that activity there. Uh, as you prepare a sack lunch, give us an idea, our listening audience, because sometimes people don't realize, you know, the, uh, what should I do? I want to do this here, but I don't know how mm-hmm. to do it. What are some of the mm-hmm. items that you have in your sack lunch? Just you know, just say your last sack lunch. Well, that's a great question. So we've kind of got it down to a science. Um, we Our sack lunches will consist of a turkey and cheese sandwich. We've kind of decided that turkey is a better option than ham, just from um, like a blood pressure perspective, less salt. Mm-hmm. So we'll do turkey mm-hmm. and cheese sandwiches, um, a bag of chips. Uh, we like to put in some type of fruit snack with their kind of uh, – you know, the things that we send with our children to school, the fruit snacks. Um, we'll like to put in an apple or some type of orange or apple or fruit. Um, and sometimes we'll put in like maybe a a cereal, one of the individual box cereals that you could add milk to later. So that's what they consist of. And pardon me, and we do water and soda. Everybody likes okay. a good orange soda. Yeah, that's- that's great, that's great, because, uh, you know, Kayla, I have people say, I want to do this, but I don't know how. And uh, thank you for mm-hmm. giving us an insight on that. Now, tell us about the hygiene kits. I know me and uh, Christian, we talked about that from time to time. And, you know, there's a great need of having hygiene kits available for our uh, residents that's living on the street. Could you share your idea and what your ministry is doing? Yeah, there's a, 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, those will contain, um, we have uh, the bandages, um, also a toothbrush, toothpaste, a hand sanitizer, um, the deodorant. Um, you know, we, we try to do both the women and the men. And um, uh, let's see here, soaps, whether it be liquid soap or bar soap. Um, really, all that we have, um, is the majority of it's donated. And then, of course, you know, we'll will um, purchase the rest, and uh, that that all your basics, um, you know the basics that, that we typically have stocked up in our own homes, and yeah. uh, just don't don't think about that that huge need. Uh, well, the other thing the that's street. helpful, the the other thing that's helpful are just the individual travel size yes. things that typically people who travel a lot will get and don't use. What a huge benefit! It's the perfect size. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It's exactly what you need. <laughs> you know, if the hotel thinks it's good enough for us, it's good enough for everybody. Absolutely. So those are well, that is, that is so true. That is so true. And a lot of times, as we, uh, as organization and other ministries are trying to put together some things, the uh, to help our brothers and sisters that's less fortunate that's on the street. Sometimes we think in large quantities, but you don't have to because a lot of people are immobile. You know, they're moving around, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I really hit on something there. So this. The uh, you know the travel size, and Absolutely. so that's great. So what are y'all uh, what are y'all up to uh, this week or this month? Uh, what are you give us some plans of where y'all gonna be located and what's going on with y'all in the ministry? So this time of the year, we're actually gearing up for our backpack drive. Uh, the backpack drive is coming, and then it comes to uh, distributing those backpacks to the children that are in need. Great. What that we're trying good. to do and what we're working on at this point is to um, identify maybe a small apartment community. Um, the thought process is, is some of the schools that have a really high uh, population of children who have reduced or free lunches. Um, what a great interview that we had that would be you'll listen to another great episode of Free on the Inside, our archive show the best of, you know, but we're live today when Dallas, Texas, the temperature is 34 degrees, December the 8th, and so we'll, we thank God for this opportunity to share some of our past shows with our listening audiences, the best of, and we can't get them all on now, but we would love to do as many as we can, and maybe we'll do a follow-up before the end, uh, the end of the year, or maybe the first part of the year. Uh, we got some great guests that's scheduled to come up. I don't want to give them away just yet. I want to leave you uh, it, with anticipation, looking forward to the upcoming year. We're going to do some new things, and we pray that you'll be pleased with it. Uh, again, um, we have been very busy in the ministry. We just come from a great ministry opportunity over at the Cottrell House for our Thanksgiving uh, luncheon. You may have seen us posting that. We may have talked about it, but it went over well. The, the dinner was great. The uh, entertainment was great. The activities was great. I had gold off to all the volunteer Reverend Avery over there with the Abundant Spiritual Life Ministry. They came and they supported us, and uh, along with our ministry, Free on the Inside, and we have uh, Stephon Johnson. He was a guest on the show some time ago, and he's a former NBA basketball player, and he coached over at the uh, 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 Texas Christian University, I believe, and they won the NAAC, uh, the NAAA, I think, basketball league, and they was the champion out of it last year. So he coached that basketball team as a junior college, and so they were very successful. And he was over there talking to the young men about uh, about the uh, the 
ups and downs of, of professional uh, sports, you know, how you can be successful at one venue and then be unproductive in another. And he was saying that it's not all about the money. It's about giving back. It's about taking care of your family. It's about uh, getting a proper education. And so the young man was in awe about that. He said, wow, man, we just wanted to play ball. We didn't realize a lot of these other things that comes along with that responsibility, taking care of yourself, having a career after the ball game. I met Stephon some time ago, and it was saying, and he had a, he was a part of a program, and maybe still is part of it. Say life after after sports, and I thought about that. So wow, we never think about the career after after the career, you know? Because I enjoy playing sports, and I always thought, hey, I can just keep playing, playing, playing. But yet, when it's uh, when that uh, that part of my life come to an end, what am I gonna do? I encourage our young men to pursue other things besides. Uh, Besides playing sports, you know, they could be a sports position. They could be a doctor. They could be a, a police officer. They have many, many opportunities, engineer or scientist. Just don't get so caught up in sports that you forget about the other things because sports only lasts for a short while, but your career could last an eternity. I've been doing what I do for quite a number of years. I didn't, it was at a time that I didn't do it, but I learned the basics that I was able to continue doing it after, after my time to uh, walking away from it and I look back over my life and say wow man, I've been doing what I'm doing for a number of years man and it's still like I, I still could do it I still had a mental capacity I still had a desire and I still had the skill to do it I said wow man that's great well I recall some people where they went to school and they went to some trade uh uh, opportunities and they just walked away. They said, "This isn't for me. Uh, I just couldn't catch on to what's going on." So I thank God for this gifting that He continued to renew. Not just me, but all those people that just learned to write. Once you start writing as a child, you may have walked away from it, but when it, but when that time comes, you can still be creative. It's just like a builder. You may not be building for a while, but once that time comes, you still have that skill. Oh, our God is awesome! Isn't he? He's awesome. And so I just want to just say, share that with you because that's what we were talking about, talking to about with our young men at the Cottrell House. And then we had a, a, a brother, OG. OG Ministry was over there. It said only God. OG is doing great. He's doing great in the ministry. He won a few musical awards. He's available when we call him up. I thank God for it. And right now he's so busy and that uh, I felt I feel kind of bad calling him up. He said, man, don't worry about it. Just call me up and I'll be there. And sure enough, he came over to the Cottrell house and he encouraged our young men through songs and testimony. And he was sharing with them about being an entertainer because some of our young people are very gifted and they're very talented and they can play sports and they want to be entertainers. But it's also the flip side of that that I stated earlier. And so I thank God that I have men that are willing to share they life experience with our young men, and and I want to just make mention that even the ladies was over there was sharing some things. They was uh, they was giving a testimony about how they prayed for their child and they prayed for loved ones. I always think about Hannah, how Hannah prayed, you know, and God blessed her, and and, and then Hannah prayed for her son, and God blessed her. And she gave her son over to God. How many mothers are just giving their sons and their daughters back to God? Say, God, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to pray for them to be saved and secure. But I'm going to pray that, that they find their way to you, dear Lord. I turn them back over to you. They're in your hands now. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, so we 
thank God for. We want to thank the Cottrell House for allowing us to come over there each and every week. You know, we have a garden over there also. The garden is going great, and the garden has come to the end now, a growing season. Uh, we still had a few vegetables over there in the garden, and last week I had to go over there and cover them up because we was getting a, uh, matter of fact, it was this week because we were getting a freeze, so I went over there and I covered them up, and I'm going uh, today or tomorrow and just uh, see how they're doing, and I'm pretty well, pretty, uh, pretty well coming to the end of that uh, administry right there with the garden, so we're going to just probably clean it up in another week or so and then get ready for the upcoming year. The Cotrell House asked us to continue that little project, so we're going to do the best we can, and I hope to be able to put some pictures up on the on Facebook and let you see what God is doing, and maybe by chance you could be able to do something like that. And, you know, we had an archive show some time ago about growing a community garden, and so what we'll do, we'll play that again at the appropriate time and allow someone to be encouraged by that. But now we're going to uh, take a moment here, and we're going to uh, play uh, another archive show that I hadn't played uh many times just want to do it our black history and you know it's time for us to take care of our to be about our father business you know because it's 20th and 21st century narrated by and, diane and Austin. so what we want to do difficult times you can tell by the economy and by what people are doing and that's in positions and so uh we want to let everyone know that god is still in charge and that we have a right to voice our opinion we have a right to uh, make a difference in the in society in the world today. Matter of fact, we have an obligation to uh, to uh, do things right and decent and in order. And so, what we did, we have an archive show uh, that we have about Black history. So we're gonna bring that up, kick back and relax, and I'll be back with you shortly. In the Stevie Wonder song, Black Man, the Motown Marvel Sings of Benjamin Banneker. First clock to be made in America was created by a black man. Though the song is a fitting salute to a great inventor and African Americans in general, it only touches on the genius of Benjamin Banneker and the many hats he wore as a farmer, mathematician, astronomer, author, and land surveyor. But it was his clock invention that really propelled the reputation of Benjamin Banneker. Sometime in the early 1750s, Benjamin borrowed a pocket watch from a wealthy acquaintance, took the watch apart, and studied its components. After returning the watch, he created a fully functioning clock entirely out of carved wooden pieces all at the young age of 21. The clock was amazingly precise and would keep on ticking for decades. As a result of the attention his self-made clock received, Banneker was able to start up his own watch and clock repair business. a person crunches into a potato chip, he or she is enjoying the delicious taste of one of the world's most famous snacks, a treat that might not exist without the contribution of black inventor George Crumb. Crumb, the son of an African-American father and a Native American mother, was working as a chef in the summer of 1853 when he accidentally invented the chip. It all began when a patron who ordered a plate of French fried potatoes sent them back to Crumb's kitchen because he felt they were too thick and soft. 
to teach the picky patron a lesson, Crumb sliced a new batch of potatoes as thin as he possibly could and then fried them until they were hard and crunchy. Finally, to top them off, he added a generous heaping of salt. But to Crumb's surprise, the dish ended up being a hit with the patron and a new snack was born. Years later, Crumb opened his own restaurant that had a basket of potato chips on every table. Though Crumb never attempted to patent his invention, the snack was eventually mass-produced and sold in bags, providing thousands of jobs nationwide. Generally, when people think of famous African-American inventors, one of the first names that comes to mind is George Washington Carver. Perhaps most famously, Carver discovered over 300 different uses for peanuts, including making cooking oil, axle grease, and printer's ink. Despite the positive impact George Washington Carver's inventions had on the South, the inventor never sought out glory. Instead, he continued to invent, discover, and teach in order to make the world a better place. Inscribed on his tombstone is the epitaph, he could have added fortune to fame, but caring for neither, he found happiness and honor in being helpful to the world. Many of the world's famous inventors only produced one major invention that garnered recognition and cemented their prominent status. But Garrett Augustus Morgan, one of the country's most successful African-American inventors, actually created two major inventions the gas mask, and the traffic signal. Oh, man, that was great. That was, oh, that was awesome now. That's, talking about black history there. Uh, George Crumb, you know, every time you eat a bag of potato chip, just think about George Crumb. You know, we always think about ladies, but guess what? It was a black man that did that. Hey, man, help change life in Jesus' name. These black creators and inventors, they help change lives there. And then George Washington Carver, we all know about it. I love peanut butter, but yet he was an inventor of a whole lot of things, and yet he had a desire just to help someone. I pray that you enjoyed a part of that uh a part of that show that I only played a short version of it. I know it was good, but I wanted to get around to some other uh, archive shows here. We have one coming up here of a young lady that's a uh, very gifted writer. Uh, and uh, and uh, we have uh, 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 Brittany Tabor is in this here report here, in this archive show here. But I think we also have a, uh, a Miss Velma. Uh, is in this one also. So uh, we pray, you know, Miss Bell is very gifted and talented. She has several books out. And uh, let me see if I can look at her books. I got I got a new studio here so people can kind of rearrange some things here. And I'm trying to look for the title of some of her books there that's available. And so I had to get my uh, person that organized all my equipment and asked her where stuff is here. But she have a book uh, 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 that I met her during the Katrina incident. It says, uh, Black Gumbo, a city in ruins, what she was talking about, uh, her her plight in uh, in New Orleans and how she was able to survive and how how she was able to just uh, be able to understand what was going on and how it was able to bring out the gifting in her because before that incident in New Orleans, she was just uh, living life. You know, she wasn't doing any, she wasn't doing anything that was out of order that regular men and women just living, you know, to, but yet once that incident uh, incurred, it allowed her to be creative and to bring out the, her creative juices and let it flow. And so she's a very gifted and talented writer. And so 
We're going to have her on here again. We're going to read some excerpts from her uh, books that's coming up here. She wrote several books, and she always sent me a copy of her book, so I thank her for that. So we're looking forward to having her to come on here and read some of her poetry for us. And so we're going to have Brittany Tables going to come up here, and I think Miss Vera is embedded in this interview also. So what we'll do, we'll just see what's going on. And then Brittany Tables, she's a young uh, uh, uh She's a young writer. She was writing for the Dallas Morning News at this time. And so she was talking about her experience in writing. And I think it's very important for us to develop our skills and our talent and to be able to share with other people. I love that because I didn't get here overnight. I didn't even get here by myself. I got here off the backs of other people. As we were talking about the the uh, uh, black inventors, you know, they've done a lot of things, a lot of other people to be successful. Uh, George Crumb invented potato chips and other people. Uh, was able to patent his his invention uh, and his creativity and allow other people to be working. You know, at one time I worked at at, at, at Frito Lay and I got a chance to see how they make the uh, the chips and things. Just they, it was a black man that started that, not on that scale, but just to have that creativity in somewhere else. And I want you not to be afraid to be creative. Don't be afraid of other people doing what you doing in a bigger. Uh, in, in a more successful way Because guess what You can always have company yourself that you started Some people don't even want to start that Because they're scared somebody go What well, they said, steal my idea And guess what They can't steal what God have ordained you with and Yes, they might get some credit But guess what You may be the calluses of, uh, 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 of the spirit here To allow something else So you say, wait If I was successful at that Maybe I could be successful at this and do great things with it there, you know. So don't get so caught up thinking that you're going to miss out. Because if God be for you, who could be against you? Now we're going to uh, open up the lines here. Uh, you know, our archive show here, we're going to play some of Brittany's oh, table interview. Enjoy. You're listening to another great episode of Free on the Inside with Minister Lewis. How you can be. I'd like to call thank you for tuning in. We pray that things have been going well for you last week. And we're, having a, we're going to have a great time this morning. We're bringing in two great guests. that We pray that it be a blessing to you, that they inspire you to get up and do something. Because I know that you that you have that, uh, a desire to do something. If not, you wouldn't be listening to this program. I know that you want to be involved in something. If not, you wouldn't be listening to this program. I know that you want to make a difference in someone's life. If not, you wouldn't be listening to this program. And talk about making a difference as you log on to this here internet program, you'll see a template that says change your life. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Guess what? Someone changed my life by telling me about someone that holds that holds my life in their hand, which is Jesus Christ. And, and that person made a difference in my life, though, by telling me about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, this program is dedicated to our young people, to inform our young people that God had forgotten about them, to let them know that there's uh, opportunities that's available for them, there's ministries that's available for them. But we also have to challenge our young people that they have to get involved, that they have to kind of be active in their life and, and their goals and their desires. You know, God is going to bless them more than they can ever imagine, but they got to participate in this blessing. If you want to go to school, you want to get an education, you got to present yourself. you got to make yourself available to be used by God. And I, I, I and I'm gonna come back to that, but before we go any further, we just like to say hello to uh, uh to Beverly Beasley and her staff over at Granite Place. They sponsor this program each and every week, and we thank God for them and their dedication and their commitment. Last weekend, we went over to the Boys and Girls Club that's located here in Dallas, Texas, and uh, 
and and so we were blessed over there. They had a uh, we had a summer program over there, and a lot of young uh, men and women came out. We had a basketball tournament. We had a clothes uh, clothing giveaway, and uh, and and the neighborhood was blessed, and we thank God for it. So keep it up, Sister Beadley and her staff over there at Granny's Place. We'd like to say hello to uh, Reverend Turley over at the First Free Will Baptist Church. Uh, that's the church that we hold our computer training class over there. And so we want to thank him for continually to open the door and making uh, space for us to do our computer training class. And those young men come out every week to uh, attend the services over there. Our computer classes are only bi-weekly. It's twice a month, but the young men are encouraged and they're looking forward to it. And, and, they, and they're learning quite a bit. They're learning quite a bit. And we want to take it a little step higher because right now the young men are preparing themselves to have a blog talk radio broadcast and we've been working on that and we're excited about it we're looking forward to them young men the, the, for those young men to come on and share things with you concerning things that uh <clears throat> that's uh that's, that they're interested in you know this program is geared up towards our young people we want to hear from our young people we want to hear from them we want to see what's on their mind what they're talking about the things that they're wrestling with because guess what they're going through some things but yet we have young men and women that's willing to say, hey, I want to stop the madness, not only for myself, but for my friends also. And so we're looking forward to that. So hello to the brothers down at the uh, at the Hutchinson Jail Unit, uh, Delta Dorm in particular. That's one where we go down there once a week and we do a Bible study down there. And we had a, quite a bit of guys came out to our Bible study uh, last uh, Thursday, we had 19 men to show up, and it was a blessing. And the air conditioning out there wasn't quite right, but what you expect? You in jail? <laughs> that's what I told the guy. The man, it's hot in here. I said, brother, you gonna go to a place that's gonna be even hotter if you don't do right. And then, and, and, you know, then we had a great time in our Bible study. We started a new study program down there. Uh, it's in the Bible, out of the Book of Hebrews. Uh, uh, and then we call it our New Testament survey where we talk about the patriarchs in Hebrews 11, where God called them faithful. But then we go back to Genesis and we study about those characters and, and those patriarchs and see what, why God called those faithful and them faithful. And maybe God can call those faithful. You know, what guy that uh, we talked about was Enoch. And it kind of got the guy's curiosity of because Enoch lived a life before God, and he lived a greater life after God. They say he lived 65 years before he had a relationship with God, but yet after God he lived 300 years. And I got to thinking, man, I said, that's our calendar year, 365 days. And the brother said, wow, man, that's cold. I said, wait a minute, maybe I, I need to rethink this. Maybe I need to redirect my course in life. I said, brother, I think you got I think you got you got a hold to something there. So we pray that those brothers continually to hold on to God's unchanging hand. And as we get ready to uh, uh, bring our guests on here in, a, in shortly, I'd just like to uh, to let you know that today we have an outing over at the Juvenile Center here in Dallas. We're going to go over there and encourage some young men, and we thank God for it. We, we pray that what we're doing makes a difference in the life of our young people. And guess what? Sometimes we will never, ever know what God knows. God knows. And uh, our first guest that's going to come on this morning is going to be a young lady that I'm very proud of, and I'm very honored to have her to come on the show, Brittany Tabor. She's a reporter for a local magazine here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and she's going to talk to us about her experience in the reporting field and working for a large news organization and, and the type of education that was required to get in that position there. And that education is available to 
anyone that asks, you know, and uh, and I'm saying that because ain't so much as the finance, but make yourself available for a better way of life. Uh, don't just sit there and talk about what you want to do. Get up and do something. Uh, you know, make good use of your time here. Hey, Amen. And uh, and she's going to come on and she's going to share. And then we have another young man. Uh, and I call everyone young. Brother Monroe, he's our program director down at one of the juvenile centers here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And he's going to come on and share about some experiences and, and how much of a blessing this type of program are to our young men that's incarcerated. Because we deal with young men from 12 to 17 years old. And can you imagine that if you're 12 years old, you incarcerated, you separate from your family, you you feel like don't nobody love you, don't nobody understand you, and then you get out and you go around people that are doing the craziness like you, are, and that becomes your family. And then you lose all connection with your real family. So you just cause, you just keep living a crazy lifestyle. So we're trying to break that cycle. We're trying to break it as a ministry, you know, as a ministry for one plants and one waters, but God and only God gives the increase. Amen. So as we listen, as you listen to this program, we pray that you see a, a, a you get a sense of of urgency to help out to participate not only in this your ministry that we share with you, but also at your local church. And you know, if they don't have a outreach ministry, a jail ministry, or food pantry, or whatever it may be, try to start one. Talk to the uh, to the uh, uh, your leaders at church there. And, and ask them, say, hey, I see there's a need in our neighborhood. I want to get involved. I want to make a difference. You know, I want God to make a difference. Not me, but I want God to make a difference. I want to be the hands of God. I want to be the eyes of God. I want to be the heart of God. I want to be the feet of God, you know. And guess what? God is no respecter person. For what he done for one organization, he'll do for another. Because this is God's business here. Amen. This is God's business. And as we get ready for our guests to come on, I just like to just remind you that uh, we have another internet program that's on this Blog Talk Network. Comes on there every Monday at eight to nine. It's called My Sister, My Friend. It's headed up by Sister Beasley and Lashandra Lewis, and they do a Blog Talk uh, program that's geared up towards our young women and women's in general. And so they talk about women issues, and, and I've been very pleased and honored to help them set that up. So we're working out some bugs in it, but like anything, that's just a challenge, you know. And I love challenges because it just makes a it makes a better person out of you. It just strengthens your character. You know, if, if nothing ever go wrong, then you can never know how to handle situations. So, but uh, uh, but it's great to be for those women to take up the challenge for them to make themselves available to be used by God and to share uh, the goodness of God in their life. Amen. And so, uh, but again, our calling number. Let me let me pass this. So our calling number is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. That's our calling number. Is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six will be our calling number. And then that way you can just call in and uh, and be blessed by what's going on. Amen. And so, uh, and, and again, let me let me uh, re rephrase this and restate this, that we have a computer training class that's held over at Free Will Baptist Church in the Duncanville area. It's a free program that teaches our young men computer skills, how to repair computers, how to uh, update computers. Uh, it's installing the uh, CD-ROM, C- uh, DVD-ROM drive, how to uh, add memory to a computer. Also, how to uh, 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 remove viruses from a computer. And so, 
we're looking forward to that, and we're excited about that, the young man. And they call me from time to time, and they tell me, hey, I got a computer at home, or I'm with a relative or a friend, and, and this is what's going on with the computer. And I, I talk to them, and they're able to work it out, and, and sometimes they just call and let me know that they're unable to. Amen. So we'll get our guests calling in here shortly. Amen. So we're going to bring them in. Amen. And so uh, just hold on just for a second here. And we got them just coming in. Amen. And and we go. And we're gonna bring our guests in. We're gonna give them a call. I see right now they're unable to give us a call. So we're gonna we're gonna call them up, amen. So just hold on and just bear with us here. And we're gonna bring them in right away and you're gonna be blessed, amen. Amen. So we Hey man, we thanks you enjoy part of that interview that we are unable to do, uh, do the whole interview its entirety, so we're getting ready to wind down this hill portion of our program, but I didn't want to leave this setting without playing some more uh, Christmas jazz music by Mr. Don Diego. And so we uh, pray that you enjoy this here uh, rendition of a song by Mr. Diego, and looking forward to us continuing this here format in the upcoming year the next few months. Thank you. 
All right, what a great episode that we had there. Amen. So we're getting ready to uh, end this program. We've got another five minutes. We pray that you enjoy uh, you enjoy the show. Amen. So uh, so here we go again uh, with another song from Mr. Don, uh, from Mr. Don Diego here before we get ready to end this here program. So kick back and relax. Another great episode of
musical selection I want, Mr. Diego. I want to thank you once again for listening to Free on the Inside. This comes to the end of our, our episode for today, December the 8th. We pray that you enjoy. We pray some of the best. Uh, we're looking forward to what God is going to do uh, through the ministries of the upcoming year. We pray that you go out and help change your life in Jesus' name. Not in your own name that comes to nothing, but in Jesus' name. We pray that you what you do makes a difference in the lives of our young, young and old. We pray that you give back the way God has been given to you. We pray that you put a smile on someone's face in Jesus' name. I thank God for this opportunity. I thank God for friends in the ministry, Brother Daniel, uh, Sister uh, uh Vernon, uh, Sister Vanessa, we thank you for your uh, for your love and support. Uh, Pastor Avery, God bless you. We're going to a homegoing service. of so Pastor Avery's son has passed today, uh, a couple of days ago. So we're going to the homegoing service. So we're going to be over there for a couple of hours today to just to support the family. But also, we want to be very mindful for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. And then you have been listening to another great episode of Free on the Inside. We're playing the best of. And we'll be back with you, if Lord permitted, uh, next week with some more uh, great shows and uh, some other things that's going on in the ministry. And continue to do what God uh, put to your hands and your heart to do. As we get ready to sign off here, this show has been sponsored by Granny's Place Ministry. Granny's Place Ministry is a nonprofit ministry that meets the needs of our young men and women at risk. You can go find out more about Granny's Place Ministry by going to uh, org. Again, you'll be listening to a free on the inside host, Minister Joel Lewis. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. God bless you, and God be the glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for your grace, your grace, and your mercy with surpassing understanding. Thank you, dear Lord, for what you have been doing to the hands of your peoples, dear Lord. How your people are going out and they'll take care of the needs of those that are fortunate, dear Lord. We have proof here on the on our program, dear Lord, how you using uh, your people, dear Lord, for medical, for feeding, for education, or whatever it, it may be, dear Lord. That's nothing that's too hard for God. Thank you, dear Lord, for the gifting of the people, dear Lord. Allow them to continue to be successful in everything that they do, dear Lord. And we promise to give you the praise and the glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Until we meet again, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen.